No, no, is back. no, 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 that's not what it's called. Number one, let's get something straight about th- this. Is this with this, this, this Matt and Sixto or Sixto Matt. and Matt? It doesn't matter because it's interchangeable because we both own this podcast. It's our baby. It's true. Yes, you're finally mature enough <laughs> to come to that. <laughs> I have like five years behind you, so I'll get there, <laughs> but I'm not there yet. Number two. Oscars, still 444. Nobody can say shit about being 444. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and we were pretty close, all right? We we said Coda would be one or two, and Belfast would be one or two. We, we were leading towards Belfast, and then went Coda. Still pretty close. Still close. And number three, Will Smith slap changed the, the, the multiverse, and we were not yeah. able, like, he just changed the universe's alignment. Yeah, without that slap, Belfast wins. Without the slap, it's Belfast all the way. <laughs> Still, 4-4-4. Four, four, four. Say it. 4-4-4. Four, four, four. Can't take it away. You know what? I'm calling it 4 and a half for 5. <laughs> you know what? Absolutely right. It's 4 and a half for 5. Um, Find another podcast that's got those results. No, you can't you do can't it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Cisco and Eber didn't have these results. Fuck them. I mean, I mean they're dead, so it's kind of fucked up saying that but anyways this is two but friends fuck them yeah fuck them anyways these two friends in yeah. a movie where Matt and I sit down and talk about what we love sometimes uh, movies we always love movies the particular movie on the <laughs> other hand not always not always but we love the idea of movies and you know it, it dawned on me while I was getting ready to do the podcast with you today that every once in a while we find a movie that is so surpasses all expectations. It is so it go, it gets into your soul and brings something out that you had no idea was there, and it makes you feel so amazing afterwards or so changed afterwards. That's happened very few times in this podcast. It has very few. This is not one of those. <laughs> Ambulance <laughs> does <is> not. not <laughs> one of them. We haven't done one of those in a while. And since I think like Judas and the Black Messiah might have been the last one that we did that we were like, wow, something changed. Yeah. Something changed. Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, this is not Judas and the Black Messiah. This is not. This is not. Uh, uh, Dolomite either like it's nothing that we can Dolomite that was another one <laughs> yeah this is not on the other huh? I'm sorry no go ahead. go ahead on the other hand three years ago today 
we did Jaws 3 versus Jaws 4. <laughs> That's right. And this movie is in, like, the same realm <laughs> as Jaws 3 and Jaws 4. It is in the same in the same vein. Yeah. Um, and that vein is terrible movie. Yeah. The movie we'll talk about is Ambulance, if you haven't looked at the title. Uh, it's out now in theaters. Um, and we're here to either tell you, like, we're going to spoil the shit out of this, but trust us when we tell you. We're either going to save you a bunch of money, or it does not matter that we spoil it because there's, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing to I it. It's a Michael Bay movie. Yes. And if you've ever seen a Michael Bay movie, you've seen you this movie. You know exactly what this movie is. <laughs> so Michael Bay used to shoot car commercials. And he he's made his his he masturbates to cars. He has to, right? He has to all the time. He's doing it right now. <laughs> he's probably doing it right. Like he has to. There is no reason why this movie exists other than Michael Bay saw they're driving. They're driving. I don't care. I don't care what they're driving. I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like forces cars into this movie. Like cars have nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> but somehow he finds a way to get all these fancy cars mm-hmm. in this movie. I have. Um, I have. I, I have. Like I live in New Jersey, right? Every once in a while, you see like a muscle car that the police rides. One. Every once in a while. Because at some point here in Jersey, there was a lot of like street riding and street, uh, street racing. And they wanted a car that could keep up with it. You might see one, like a Mustang, like a souped up Mustang yeah. kind of thing. You see that in Long Island once in a while too. Right. Because people race in the street. So they have one. These motherfuckers in LA have a fleet of muscle cars for the police. It's insanity. Bro, look, let's get into the movie, please. Because let's get into the movie. Let's. <laughs> Let's let's let me give you the the plot of this movie. Well, huh, it's okay, right. it's okay, Matt, because you, I know you. I see you thinking, trying to find the plot of this movie. There's no plot to this movie. There's, there's really not. <laughs> it really makes no sense. Like the entire movie makes no sense. It's like they just threw a bunch of ideas at the wall, and like four of them stuck to the wall. Like that's the movie. Whatever stuck to the wall, that's the movie. So um, I don't know how familiar uh, at this day and age everybody is with Jackie Chan, but uh, Jackie Chan is a legend. But I don't know yeah. if you understand the the science of a Jackie Chan movie. The science of a Jackie Chan movie is there's no real plot. What there is is an excuse to get some stunts done, right? Yeah. Just that's just that's all that happens. How do we get to fighting? How do we get to the part where he jumps from one building to a helicopter to another building? Yeah. That's all we need. <laughs> Everything else is inconsequential. So this is essentially what this is. They give you they give you, by the way, before we get into the horrible parts of this movie, I got to applaud uh, uh, Jaja and uh, Abdul, uh, I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. I'm just going to call him Jaja because that's his first name. I'm not going to say his whole name. It's very confusing. And Jake Gyllenhaal. Let me applaud Jake Gyllenhaal because he enjoys overacting every once in a while because I'm a fantastic mm. actor, right? Would you agree that he's very good? Yeah, he's good at that that crazy, right. psychotic kind of right. And, but I mean, he's role. very good in general. But what I mean is, like, when they give him something like this where he hams it up, he really goes all out. Mm-hmm. So you can have fun watching him be crazy because you'll be like, you laugh. Like I laughed out loud at some of the shit he was yeah. saying. 
the movie. Let's let's get a quick quick uh, okay, rundown so, so of the, the movie, rundown, and then we'll get into the details. Right. Of it. The rundown is: Jaja plays uh, Will, who who is the brother of Danny, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, and Will is back from the war. His wife has uh, some sort of sickness. She needs a a a special surgery that's experimental. That is all of what you're going to get about that part of the story because that's yeah. all they give you. And that's all you really need to know. He goes to his brother, uh, uh, Danny, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, to ask him for money. Within two minutes of him getting to the place, asking him for money, Danny convinces him, two minutes, convinces a war veteran that's just there to be like, hey, I kind of need help with this to go on a fucking bank heist. Yeah, that they really planned out. <laughs> so it's a good thing it came that day and not the next day. <laughs> because then this whole thing would have not have been a movie. Also, also, let's talk about planning out. This is a well-planned out heist, quote unquote, right? It's well planned yeah. out. They know exactly well planned out. They, where they they're going. They know how they're going to exit. Cars, wheelmen, they have everything. And you get a guy today to be like, we're leaving right now. There's no like time to be like this is what the plan is. This is how we're gonna get in. It's just we're leaving right now. You don't even get to practice. You're you you were in the military. You're good to go. Jump in the truck. We're gonna steal this bank. <laughs> yeah. What? That's it. And you find out later that like the family has like history of bank robbing, but this moment you don't know that. But but also right. And also, how do you go from a guy that's like he's the guy that went straight. He left that life behind. He went to the military because he did. Yeah, but even if he's desperate, how do you go from like, yo, man, I need a lot of money, granted, but I know you have it, to like, you know, you want that money? Come do this job with me right now. You know, that part (laughs) didn't bother me too much. I mean, it's crazy that (laughs) all this transpired. But this is just to get to the action of Michael Bay. Like, of course. I mean, like I said, like a Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> yeah, it's nonsense. But, you know, I will, it's like, all right, how are we going to get to the car chase? Like, this is, I appreciate if we're not going to do a story, don't drag out the five minutes of plot you got. I mean, you, like, you're right. But Get into it and just let's fucking go. But, I mean, like, if you're going to give me a guy that's like, I don't want to do this, at least make him sound like, make, like, make the other guy really be like, bro. I don't have the money unless you do. Like, there's no other way that we can do this. Yeah, they could have done a better job of him convincing. <laughs> like, I would like to see some tears. like Something. Or him, or him like, uh, like, yo, if you don't do this, your wife is going to die. So, your kid's going to have no mother. Something. Like, really, like, pour it on where <laughs> he has no choice. Right. Right. But instead, it's just like, come on, man. And he's like, nah, man, this is crazy. And he's like, eh, I know it's crazy, but let's go. And he's like, all right. But you need money, right? All right. <laughs> Let me get in the bag with you. So, right, Give me this giant automatic weapon and let's go. <laughs> Once again, I, I assume this took months to plan out. I'm assuming. Because you just don't go into a bank. You have to plan it out. Yeah, and I wish, like, it was very simple. They could have had Jake Gyllenhaal call his brother and be like, yo, come down here. I got a surprise for you. Right. And then throw it on. Like, he just happened to walk into his guy's shop at that day. Hey, and perfectly timed because perfectly that's the timed. guy. <laughs> and they're like, oh, great. We're leaving in five minutes. You arrive. Like, he would have got stuck in traffic. Like, none of this would have happened. 
But again, the problem is, like you said, there's another character that that Jaja shows up and and Jaja and he's like points to Jaja. He's like, is this the guy? What the fuck? Like, are you s serious? <laughs> Anyways, let's get past this because it doesn't matter. This, this it doesn't really, matter. It, it really doesn't matter. Then, so this what gets them to the to get the start of the bank robbery, right? And of course, when they get to the bank, there's a cop there. Because why wouldn't there be a cop there? Because if it was simple, it wouldn't be a movie. So they let the cop into the bank, and the bank robbery is going, going, and then it goes awry uh, because the second cop's partner is waiting outside, and he sees something suspicious, and all hell breaks loose. There's a gunfight in the bank. They get away with the money. Um, and then as they're trying to leave the bank, the whole crew has to split up because they're getting shot at. The cops are in. The rest of the crew is all killed right. by the cops. Right. So it's just Danny and Will, the two brothers. They get away. They're in a parking garage. The cop that they've now taken hostage tries to fight Danny. And Will goes to protect his brother, shoots the cop in the leg to get him off of Danny. And they're like, fuck, now we have a cop shot. We have no way to get out of here. Cops are everywhere. What do we do? Right. The cop's partner sees that he gets shot, calls an ambulance to the location, and that's how it all gets started. Absolutely. Danny and Will hijack the ambulance with the cop who shot and an EMT. Right. And they get out of the bank, and they're gone. That's what starts the nonsense, the two, hour the two hours of a car chase. <laughs> that goes nowhere for two hours. All it is... It's dialogue of them in the ambulance and then dialogue of the cops chasing them back and forth. Back and forth. Where are they going? We're going over here. They're going over there now. Follow them over there. And even the car chase, it has spots where it gets a little dramatic and crazy. But the majority of it is eh. It's, but I mean, it's not even that it's, I, I, I mean, it's ah uh, for you. I, I, I can understand that. For me, it's that the level of ridiculous, the level of ridiculous shit that happens in this car chase literally makes no sense. It just is, is, is nonsensical. Oh, it's completely nonsensical. None of it, like, there's no fucking, I, I don't even know what to say here. It's fucking bananas. Um, so, that's fantastic, right? You get the whole car chase. You get it for two hours. Here's my first, my first, my second check of a problem with this movie. Okay. Michael Bay's ego in, on display on this movie. First thing is that the two cops, it's a black cop and a white cop, right? They're in mm -hmm. the car. The white cop is the rookie. He's in love with some girl in the bank. So he, the other cop is like, we're going back. You're going to talk to this girl, which is why everything goes all right, right? But first thing he mentions is the rock. He does a line from The Rock as directed, the the Rock. As directed by Michael Bay. Mm -hmm. Then when they get to the bank, he says, we're going to do this like Bad Boys. I'm Will Smith or something like some shit like that. So now in the Michael Bay movie, they watch Michael Bay movies. Yeah. And then they to. quote him out loud. That's the only movies that live in the Michael <laughs> Bay universe. Have you ever... Listen, except from Bad Boys, which was like a phenomenon socially, right? Like a social phenomenon. Have you ever quoted any fucking Michael Bay movie? No. Unless, no, I don't un think I have. Unless you're saying like shit just got real 
as making fun of bad boys because it's mm. so ridiculous. We say so ridiculous. shit just got real. There is no quotable Michael fucking Bay movie, and there has never been. <laughs> Who's quoting The Rock? No, nobody. <laughs> nobody quotes The Rock. And during this car chase, like the movie's called Ambulance, mm-hmm. and they point out that L.A. is in Ambulance. Like they make it a different color. Right. So I, like, I'm thinking, at least they're going to, like, showcase Los Angeles. Like, you're going to go past Hollywood Boulevard, the ball, like, stuff. All you see is road. Like, you don't see any landmarks in all of L.A. Like, why make it such a big deal that we're pointing out that this movie is in L.A., but not show any of L.A.? <laughs> I have to say, from a, from a, from the point of view of, of thinking of making a movie, right, from that point of view, this is a giant undertaking, right? This is a bunch of cars riding on roads. I don't know if they're fake roads because I know like the Matrix made some fake roads and they probably used those a ton, you know what I mean? And changed them Yeah, around. I'm sure they had to use fake roads. Um, because it's Los Angeles. But they get into yeah. the in the Los Angeles, uh, what's it called? The the the, the lake or whatever it's called, the, the Los, LA River. Like they do mm-hmm. a bunch of things that are very Los Angeles centric. Not a bunch, I'm sorry. One or two. One or two. Uh-huh. And I feel like, is Terminator 2 a Michael Bay movie? No, that's uh, Terminator 2 is uh, uh, James Cameron. James Cameron. Because they did, a, it felt like that car chase in Terminator 2 when they're in that L.A. River. Right, right, right. right. Like, it felt very Terminator <laughs> 2-ish to me. I don't know, but I have to tell you. The, look, at a certain point halfway through this movie, two things happened. Yes. I realized... I'm in the shit because I have to finish this piece of shit movie, which I know exactly how it's going to end. So I'm trying to enjoy the parts of it. That's like the action. Yeah, or I was with that too. Like, enjoy the ride. Like, you know, this is going to be ridiculous. Just go with it. But then they pull out some shit that you'll be like, this just takes me out because it's so unnecessarily bad that it just takes me completely out of it. Some of this like, dialogue is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> two things. Let me. Two out of the bat. Two things that really hurt the movie is one, the cop is shot. Right, they shot in the leg. Then you find out later in the movie that he has a second gunshot in his chest. Yes. And I have to do surgery while the ambulance is going. Right. And then they call the EMT's boyfriend or fiance or husband, ex-boyfriend, sure, ex-boyfriend, whatever he is is a doctor who calls another doctor who's a surgeon and talks her through it. And then they have to, and they're successful with it. Like none of that needs to be happened. But like that has no consequence in any of the movie. Um, and the second thing, during the car chase scenes, some of the car chase scenes, there's 50 cops around them. And then two minutes later, the same scene, there's one cop. And then they're by themselves. And then there's 50 cops. And then there's four cops. Like it didn't make any sense. Does like it, what happens to all those cops? Bro, the worst the I think the worst offender of this movie that it, you know it's an essential Michael Bay. All of this movie is essential Michael Bay. If you've seen The Rock, if you've seen uh, Pearl Harbor, if you've seen uh, 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 Armageddon, that's the one with the giant rock coming down. Mm-hmm. If you've seen this movie, you you've seen this movie. Just yeah. put all of those things in an ambulance and you've seen it. <laughs> so let's let's fast forward a little bit. So now the car chase is coming towards an end, and they're trying to find a way to get away. So they escape the 50 cops somehow, 
and they're underneath this overpass. And the plan is we have all these ambulances. We're going to send them all different directions, and hopefully they follow the wrong ones. So they go, let's spray paint our ambulance bright green. Right. Because then they won't be able to see it. (laughs) So all the ambulances go out, and they're behind the bright green painted ambulances behind the real ambulance. And they stop the real ambulance, and the spray-painted ambulance just drives by all the cops. No one takes it like it was invisible. Like, oh, they spray-painted the green. That can't be it anymore. <laughs> and they just start, like, wouldn't you take more, like, that's weird. Why is that ambulance spray-painted green? Green. Maybe we should check that out. Maybe that's the one we should go after at all costs. And then <laughs> at least look at it. And then they just let it go by. The the other worst offender, because that's the that's the one. The other worst offender is the partner. When everybody's like the the chief of the police is like, all right, back off because this guy's whatever. Like they have the the open and this guy's like, I'm not backing off because my partner got shot. And he's so one dimensional. Like that character made me so angry. The partner, yeah, it's such a cliche package a character. Holy shit, he was they're so bad. And they're all cliche, but and like with the FBI guy. Speaking of terrible characters, ugh. For uh, some reason, when they introduce this guy, he's in a therapy session with his boyfriend, right. That has nothing to do with anything. Right. There's like, you know what? Let's throw a gay character in there just to throw a gay character in there. And then talk shit, like make it uncomfortable to watch the way how they treat this gay character. Right? Like, yeah. Like, this is no couple talks like this. And, you know, like, wh- what kind of assholes are these people just, I mean, and it makes you feel like Michael Bay obviously hates gay people. That's all it yeah. makes you feel like. <laughs> Uh, it just so this terrible movie keeps going, <laughs> and they end up in the hideout of Jake Gyllenhaal's partners, right? That Happy. have all these fancy cars for no reason, and they want to kill the EMT and the cop that's in the back of the ambulance. Ah, because the and son of the guy, of the main, of the main, uh, Poppy, of the main guy that runs this yeah. outfit, got shot by the partner of the of the cop, right? So they're like, we, they've seen our faces, they know where our hideout is, we can't let these people go. Which is, you know, criminal 101. Like, obviously you can't let these people go, because then you're going to get arrested. Of course. But Will has the giant heart and wants to save everybody. He's like, no, you will not do this. So, very easily, Jake Gyllenhaal and his brother kill everybody in the warehouse. Hey, he just go left. Go, they just go left. left. Go left. Like that. <laughs> and, and everyone, they shoot everybody. Everybody's dead. So it's fine. And then Will is going back to the ambulance. And then for some reason, they never take the injured cop's gun away. Like that never occurred to him. Oh no no no! But but what happened? That's not what happened. What happened is that when they're loading the cop into the ambulance, his partner had his gun in his hand and threw it on the on the gurney. He just threw it down, and then they put the shot cap on top of the gun. Oh, that where it came from? I thought it was in his belt. No 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 no. no, Yeah. All right, all right. So I'll take that back. (laughs) So they find the gun and the EMT shoots Will because she thinks 
it's a bad guy trying to get her. Right. So he, he gets shot, and then Jake Gyllenhaal's like, fuck, my brother's going to die. All this is meaningless now. We have to save his life. Right. Fine. So they rush to the hospital to get his brother some help. Yes. And this is where the movie, even if you were riding with Michael Bay the entire time, this is where he loses it. Yeah. <laughs> because the ending is one of the most stupidest, non-susceptible endings in a movie possible. Ever. Ever. So they're at the hospital. The ambulance is in the middle. There's 55 cops surrounding them. They're all pointing the gun at the ambulance. Um, so the EMT is trying to save Will. And it doesn't look good for Will. He looks like he's going to die. So Jake Gyllenhaal takes the EMT hostage and is like, I'm going to shoot you in front of everybody because you shot my brother. And they open the door. And before the cops can shoot Jake Gyllenhaal or before he could shoot CMT, Will gets up, finds the gun, shoots his brother in the back so he doesn't kill the EMT because now he loves the EMT more than he loves his brother for some reason, which makes no sense. And then they all fall to the ground and the cops handcuff Jake and they handcuff Will and then the EMT... They're trying to talk to her. And she's like, no, I have to go back and save Will. But they're just leaving on the ground, dying, in front of a hospital for no reason. The cops are like, no, fuck that guy. Let him die on the street. Why every, why all these TV people and everyone's watching. They're like, no, he shot a cop. He fuck deserves him. to die right. on the ground in front of a hospital. But, so the EMT is the only one who pushes all the cops out of the way. And they're like, oh, shit, she pushed me out of the way. There's nothing I can do. This 90-pound woman just pushed me and all my equipment out of the way. I better fucking move. Yeah, I better move. She means business. <laughs> and she picks him up and drags him into the hospital. And they save him. And Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't die. Like, his eyes are still open. You don't know what happens to him. And then, well, earlier, before this, Will took a stack of cash and hid it in the EMT's bag. Right. And then she's allowed just to walk while, after everyone's shot, in front of a crime scene, just to walk back into the main ambulance that they've been riding this whole time, pick up her bag, and just walk away. Yeah, I mean, that's not evidence. No cop stopper. (laughs) That's not evidence. No one's looking through this stuff. No one wants to search her bag. Nope, I'm just going to pick up this shit and I'm leaving. And she walks through the crowd. Like, the cops don't bring her back to the station for questioning because she just witnessed this horrible event. They're like, ah, she, she had a hell of a day. Let her go home. <laughs> and then she takes, takes the money in front of thousands of people. No one's watching the EMT who was in the ambulance the entire time, who just saved Will's life. No one, no cameras going after her. No reporters want to talk to her. She walks up to Will's wife, sticks the millions of dollars into the baby carriage, and let's go back. Why is his wife there? Why did the cops pick up her wife and bring her to the hospital? Like, you want to go see your husband get shot? Yeah. Come on down. Yeah. Like, why is she even there? Why don't, why don't you come over here and watch us just shoot your husband or watch him die very slowly? Because that's, you know, everybody wants to see that. Yeah. What crime ever brings the family members to the scene? No no crime. No, it doesn't make any sense. I, you know, I, I mean, I, I... And then it just ends. It just ends. You have no idea what happens to uh, Will. You have no idea what happens to Daddy. The, like, you just end. They're like, oh, 
The ambulance race is over. We're done. To add insult to injury of all of these things, to add insult to injury, the, two, the, the ending of the movie, like you said, is like the worst part of this movie. There's that where you talked about, like the whole thing with the exchange, her giving. Then she walks and then she puts the money in the baby carriage. In the in like the baby, uh, what's it called? Like the hen, the hen carrier. Yeah, the, the the car, the car carrier. And then puts the fucking money and then covers it. Come on, bro. Like, I mean, think think about this because the first thing that came to my brain was, wait a second, this guy has been begging for his wife to be operated on on this on this surgery that costs one hundred and eighty thousand dollars that he does not have. Mm-hmm. And then he does a bank robbery. And mm-hmm. then a month later, she's going to show up with like, hey, man, let's do this surgery. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pay straight cash. Hey, isn't your husband the guy that just got shot because he, was, he kidnapped an officer? Hey, I got the money. Don't worry yeah, about it. <laughs> we sold the movie rights to Michael Bay. So he gave me a bunch of money. <laughs> so let's think that. Then... My least favorite line in the whole movie. They try to create this tension. This is this is again classic Michael Bay. They ha- he kind of tries to create this fake tension where the the FBI agent shows him a picture of both the guys. Like he didn't spend the entire ride with this man and knows who shot him. Hey, who shot mm-hmm. the white guy or the black guy? Is any human being who asked that way because it would be easier to be like, hey, it was yeah. the black guy, done. Instead, he's showing him pictures like, who shot you? Show me who shot you. And of course, they stop at Jaja's character, Will, and he starts pointing very slow motion. And they cut to something else of her fixing blah, blah, blah. And then he says, the cop says, this guy saved my life. Fuck you, Michael Bay. That guy didn't save your life. That guy put your life in danger. And yeah, then he, he shot you, <laughs> then put you in an ambulance, and then rode you around LA at excessive speeds while cops shot at you for two hours. <laughs> and then another thing that, that killed me to no end. This lady was about to be a doctor, but then she got addicted to speed, fucked it up, and, re- and ended up being an EMT, right? Okay, I don't care, but that's only relevant because then when she has to do surgery on this guy in a moving truck going 20 miles an hour and shaking while you're not supposed to move too much and does it accordingly, this guy should have died seven times in that ambulance. Doesn't die. And not to mention, she has no surgical supplies. Nothing is sterile. Like, she's just dumping hand to this guy's stomach. She killed him twice. (laughs) They just put the clip that's in her hair in the fucking guy's spleen. Like, it's a hair clip. Bro, that, that scene made me so angry that I walked away and came back and then continued watching the movie. Like, I literally walked away, got something to drink, and came back. Because I was like, this is, I can't watch this. (laughs) It was, it was so stupid. It was just the entire movie from front to back Dumb. is so stupid that your stunts and let's just say drone shots are cool. Yeah. But ninety five percent of this movie is fucking drone shots right. <laughs> of like going under the overpass and over the highway that don't have anything to do with the fucking movie. Nothing. 
And and uh, the the last of all the last things is at the beginning of the movie when they introduce the EMT lady, mm-hmm. she she gets called into an accident. There's a little young young girl that's there. She's hurt. Um, she saves her obviously because that's why she's the best, right? Yeah, the best of the best that has to be kidnapped. Yeah. You know? uh, and she she helps this young lady. And then her brand new partner, brand new, first day working with her. It's like, don't you want to go in and check on how she's doing? And she's like, no, this is the job. You do the job, you move on, and that's it. Which is so kind of realistic and unrealistic. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're hum- like AMTs are human beings. I'm quite yeah. sure that they, like, at least are, like, the next day are like, hey, man, how's that little girl doing? She's like, yeah. no, fuck they that also- little girl. <laughs> They feel that's why they're there to save people yes. because they feel for people. <laughs> and I loved, well, not loved, but sarcastically loved how they just threw that product placement in that scene where she's drinking in the Heineken with the label facing the camera. Right. And the guy's like, You're drinking a beer? And she's like, Non alcoholic. <laughs> like she's in a commercial Heineken. and holds the fucking bottle up like with a big smile. Like, Non alcoholic. Heineken. Non alcoholic beer. Just that's all you needed. <laughs> <laughs> and so at the at the very last shot of this movie, very last shot, she goes back into the hospital, bloodied, bloody t-shirt, bloody forehead. Once again, cops did not sit her down to debrief her at all. They just said, no. you're cool. You're all right. Go ahead. Go home. Yeah. And no reporters, no cameras follow her. <laughs> like, and we work. I don't know how much you guys follow the podcast, but we work for a news channel. Right. And we have stories that aren't even close to this big, where reporters are all over the town asking anybody who walks near the crime scene about it. Like, you have nothing to do with it. Like, were you here? Did you see what happened? Like, everyone gets asked. Like, do you you live in this neighborhood? Yeah. Is this neighborhood like this? No. All right. Thank you. (laughs) And she just walks out to the sunset. Like... She's cool, man. That girl, she's fucking badass. Just let her go. Oh, no. And then the the point that I was making about her with the little girl is that the very last shot of the movie is her going back into the hospital, bloodied up, looking for the record of, of somebody, and then realize, you realize that she goes to see the little girl. And the little girl says, hold my hand and don't let go or some shit like that. Some fucking super dramatic bullshit line. And the last shot of this movie is this EMT walking into the sunset? What the fuck does that have to do with this movie? Not th- nothing. Nothing. This movie <laughs> has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that they fucking try to force storylines that don't make any sense. Like you you have you have like. They wrote, like, a very basic story. You have a brother who's a criminal and a little crazy. You have another brother who's desperate. Make it make it that. All right, I need help. How do we get help? Well, you know, me and my friends have been talking about robbing this bank for a while. We could try to plan that. Great. We're going to rob the bank. The bank goes terrible. We do this car trash. Bunch of shit happens. We get captured at the end. End of End story. Of <laughs> All this nonsense with the cop, with the EMT, 
with the second partner, with the... It's just... It's like, all right, that movie's only 45 minutes. How do we get another hour and 15 minutes? <laughs> it's so long. I just... Hey, look, I, I, I hope you've stayed to listen to this and you saved yourself the two hours of car porn. It's all it is. It's car porn. Yeah, and it's... bad, 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 bad dialogue. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And you would think, like, when they put this movie together, like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but they were like, no, fuck it. Like, this is what... And, like I said before, you can get to the end and be okay. Yeah. Knowing it's a Michael Bay movie and you're in it for all the craziness. Right. But that ending just destroys what very little little credibility it had. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. It just it gets to the point where you're like this is it, like this is more here, I'll put it this way. This is more ridiculous than watching Robert Downey Jr. put a piece of metal on his chest that quote unquote keeps metal from going into his heart, build a suit of armor that helps him fly out escapes fucking being all of all of that and becomes the iron man all of that is more believable than this movie all of it all of it <laughs> in in this universe right like not the marvel avengers universe happening <laughs> real robert downey jr really finding this shit and really becoming iron man that's more believable this movie is so shit and again there are parts of it that are fun there are very few parts of it that are fun, but they're so swallowed by the bullshit that you yeah. lose it. I mean, it like I said, Jake Gyllenhaal is really good at, at at hamming it up. Like, he really does chew the scenery really good. Yeah, I wish they would have gave him more of a spotlight than right, they, they did right. this movie. And I think Jaja, by the way, is one of the best actors that we have around today. Why he did this movie, I don't know. But it yeah. looked like they did this movie for fun, right? It looked like, it's just, it's, he played the part very well. For sure. But the part doesn't make any sense. Right, and that's where the problem lies, right, right. But, I mean, do you think, I, I want to I speculate a little bit. Somebody comes to you and says, hey, man, Michael Bay has a movie, and you're Yaja, who has done shit, like, critically acclaimed ton of shit that everybody's been loving from, from uh, HBO's uh, 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 Watchmen, which was massively acclaimed, yes, to a bunch of other shit that, that everybody are like, hey, keep an eye on this kid. He's really fucking good. And then you somebody says, hey, Michael Bay has a movie, and you're him. What is what like? What's the movie? Like you get caught. I mean, it's based on another movie, right? Like it's based on a French movie or a Chinese movie or something like that. And it's like you get caught and in a bank heist, and then you go on an ambulance. And it's based on that movie. And he watches the mo the other movie. And he goes, hey, Michael Bay doing this is going to be fun. All right, I'll do this. Right? I mean, that has to be mm -hmm. the train, the train, right? Like, the thought. I think so. And maybe he's friends with Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe they offered him a ton of money. And he'd be like, listen, I can make a ton of money. It's not that much work for me. Majority of the fucking movie, I'm sitting in an ambulance in front of a green screen doing this nonsense. Right. Like, it's got to be an easy shoot. It's got to be a lot of money, and maybe it's just fun. Like sometimes you just want to, you know, fool around with yeah, your buddies. Yeah. And like, let's fuck it, let's do it. I, 
look, if I if I'm fucking Leonardo DiCaprio and somebody offers me work with Jake Gyllenhaal acting crazy, maybe not Leonardo DiCaprio because that's too far. That, that's too far. High. Yeah, he he's very like I'm only doing one movie every ten years. Right. It has to be Oscar worthy. Right, right, right. But maybe maybe somebody like well maybe somebody like Jaja, absolutely perfect. I mean that is like yo Jake Gyllenhaal going crazy. Yeah, I'll do this, that this movie. might <laughs> might make him more of a mainstream name, more of a household name. Like, let me do a Michael Bay movie. Everyone's gonna go see it. People will get my face, get my name. That's true too. So uh, here uh, for the people listening, we had uh, uh, we had choices to watch movies. And- yeah, this time of year, there's not. It's not a lot of great things. Like, you just missed the winter blockbusters. The summer blockbusters aren't out yet. Right. It's like a dead period. Right. So we we were between doing this movie and doing Uncharted, which, by the way, we both agreed is probably shit. Yeah. Like, Uncharted is probably shit. But I was, I, I was dumb enough to say, let me go to Rotten Tomatoes, see which of these two movies has the highest score because they both look horrible. But one has to be better than the other marginally, right? Mm-hmm. Turns out this movie is a lot better according to Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> than than Uncharted. And I have to ask, what the fuck is wrong with people? Yo, maybe Uncharted is just that much worse. But what what is wrong with people? I, I was looking. I looked at IMPD, um before we did this movie. And they have a rating system, too. Mm-hmm. And it has people's comments. And I was looking. It was like, this is thrilling and exciting. 7 out of 10. Uh, 8 out of t- I'm like, what What did you watch? <laughs> what? what? Here, did I put on the wrong movie? Here, that's somebody that comes in halfway through the movie in the heist. Let's say, because the heist is a very good action pack little section of the movie. Looked at the heist and was like, yeah, this is kind of like... Uh, it's kind of like heat. All right, I'm good. And left. And left. <laughs> There's no way you saw this ending. I was like, yes. Action packs. <laughs> That's what I came to see. What a shit movie. Well, in here in Two Friends and a Movie, speaking of ratings, we have a rating system. We do. Which is uh, six toes. Six toes being the best, zero toes. Being shit. Being absolute shit. Uh, Mr. Lamatina. Yes, sir. In our rating system, consisting of six toes, what would you give this movie? I'm going to give it one toe. Um, some of the actions are right. I like some of Jake Gyllenhaal's craziness in the movie. Um, the bank heist was okay. Some of the action scenes, like, if you're going into that world, like, I'm delving in, I'm going all in. Some of the action scenes were okay. Majority movie is shit. The ending is shit. The plot is shit. It's it's way too long. One toe. One toe. Um, I have to agree that I liked some chunks of this movie. Specifically, like, I just feel like I want to watch a chunk of this movie and be happy for the rest of my life, and not having spent two and a half hours of my two hours of my life watching this shit. Um, I will give this movie. I'm torn between half a toe and one toe. Like I feel like this movie is such shit. It might deserve a half a toe. <laughs> half a toe. I I might have went up to maybe one and a half toes if you really really like Michael Bay. 
Uh, that's why I settled on one toe. Yeah, I, I, I feel like one toe is, is legit. I, I, one toe is legitimate. Like, it's not a zero. It's definitely not. And it goes... Yeah, it's not a zero. And, and it has enough in it that is enjoyable. And right when they drive up to the, to the fucking hospital and and they shoot uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, you can turn this movie off and you will have a much better experience. I think yeah. one toe is a perfect number. Yeah, I think that's perfect. <laughs> shoot Jill Gyllenhaal, turn it off, and just imagine logistically and logically what would what happen? could the ending be. <laughs> it would be much better than this ending. Just think to yourself, Jake Gyllenhaal is dead, Will gets arrested, the EMT goes in for questioning, the crime scene gets all taped up. The wife never gets the money. She sells her story on Maury and finds a way to get the surgery anyway. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. End of the movie. And and you save yourself getting angry at the end after spending two hours to get that fucking payoff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember the cop died like 20 minutes into this movie. He's dead. <laughs> The fucking guy yes, is dead. He's dead. The moment they fucking do surgery on him and put a piece of fucking greasy a hair plastic clip. <laughs> hair clip in him, he dies. Inside his body. <laughs> and never sews him up, by the way. They never... They like, put they fucking, two they hands. tear his muscles apart. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this guy can talk because it's his abdomen. The fact that this guy can talk is beyond insanity. My wife had a C-section where they have to cut a little, a little sliver into your abdomen. She couldn't walk for three weeks. <laughs> this guy's talking this ten is- seconds after the surgery yeah. and shooting motherfuckers. <laughs> three weeks. She couldn't lift anything more than ten pounds. And that's a tiny incision. And the bottom of the abdomen performed by surgeons in a hospital. Professional surgeons. Professionally. Not no fucking EMT that almost was a surgeon. No. Who driving in a fucking 60 mile per hour ambulance with no tools. Oh, shit. Look, I think um, I think we owe the people a good movie. We've, we've done too much harm to ourselves and to our listeners by watching this piece of shit and we need a cleanser. What's the cleanser going to be? So I've heard incredibly good things about um, everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't know if it is good because now that I've seen Rotten Tomato fucking trick me into this movie, I don't know what to think anymore. I mean, but, you know, most people, like, the, people like, like, fucking the Fast and the Furious movies. What was I expecting? You know what I mean? It's true. Um, I watched the trailer for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Mm-hmm. And the trailer looks pretty cool. Um, Jenny Slate is in it. Uh, she posted about it today, actually. Uh, but I think it just came out, or it's about to come out tomorrow, I believe. Um I'm a fan of hers, but it's an action movie from a person you don't expect right. to be that type of fighter, which is in itself worth a look. Worth a look. And like, all right, 
they're doing something different. We're always complaining. We want something different. Right. We have to at least give it a shot. Right. And I've heard, I've heard that it's incredibly imaginative. So we're hoping, listen, if you listen to our show or if you don't, let me warn you right now. We're talking about this movie. We say we're going to watch it and do a podcast about it. We probably won't even watch this movie ever, or we will. It's a surprise. But guess what? We're pointing you in a direction of a good movie. Go watch it. Yeah. You watch it. <laughs> even if we don't fucking review it. Watch it, you pieces of shit. Yeah, motherfuckers. Sorry. Sorry. Don't watch Ambulance. Watch this other one. Yeah. Unless we do a podcast on it in a couple of weeks and tell you not to watch it because it was shit. <laughs> But for now, watch it, and let's see what happens. I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. But, again, who knows? Our own our own uh, conviction when we watch it, right? Like, it's not about yeah. what people say. Um, Speaking of what people say. Yes. I need to interject here for a moment. Oh, shit. I finally watched the new Spider-Man No Way Home. I know I'm calling it new, but it came out, like, eight months ago. Right. I finally watched it. Yeah. Everyone was raving about this thing. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Eh, If I was going to give it a toast, I'd give it a three. Like, real quick. I'm just going to go. Give me two minutes on Spider-Man No Way Home. Go ahead. ahead. First of all, cool idea. I like the open, the the multiverse, and bring all these old characters back. Very Star Wars-esque. Cliche. You know, not sense. Fine. First problem. When the kids are opening up portals looking for Peter Parker. Why do they stop at two Peter Parkers? They're like, Peter Parker, oh, here's a Spider-Man. Peter Parker, here's another Spider-Man. All right, we got three. We're good. We're not going to do that again. It's like they know how many villains there are. They were in the dungeon. They saw this a line of them. Why wouldn't you just keep going? Right. Like, we need a thousand Spider-Mans. Yeah. Why stop at two? First problem. Second problem. The fight scene at the end, it's good, not great. One of the Spider-Men should have died. You don't need all three. You're never going to go back to them. Fucking the oldest one. What's his name? The old man. Oh, he looks uh, so old. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. He looks so old. Well, he's 50. I know, but he looked old. Like, I haven't seen him in a while. He's 50. I'm not saying anything's wrong, <laughs> not saying anything's wrong with it. I just haven't <laughs> seen Toby. Last time I saw Toby Maguire... He was a kid playing Spider-Man. <laughs> he was like And 30. now he's old. I was like, shit, that guy got old. But <laughs> kill him. It was, they had all this unique kind of ways of doing a superhero movie that was a little different. Mm-hmm. But they ended it like every fucking superhero movie. Right. I was so amped. I'm like, this is going to be cool. They're going to do something different. Exactly the same. Yeah. That kind of ruined it for me. Up until that last fight scene when they easily get rid of all the villains and then all the Spider-Men are safe. I was a little a little disappointed. Okay. So I'm giving it three, maybe three and a half toes. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's spectacle, but they, they put a little bit more heart in it. Um, a little it bit. It wasn't terrible. It was one of the better superhero movies right. I've seen. Right. I just wish the ending was a little better. better. Um, I will interject to say that, and big spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen Spider-Man, no way home, I don't know who you are. Yeah, you don't give a shit about it. Right. Because, fuck you. Uh, But um, I really did like that they gave you time without me. 
so that when they killed her, we watched it by the way, made me angry because I'm in love with <laughs> Melissa Tomei. But um, at least they gave you a lot, two or three movies with her, maybe four in, in those all those uh, uh, Avenger movies, that when mm. she died, it had a little bit more weight. So I appreciated that they gave you time with a character because when they kill Uncle Ben, it's like, you know, Uncle Ben for like 10 seconds and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, who gives a fuck? It's like watching Batman, Batman parents die and you're like, I don't know these motherfuckers. I don't care. Kill him twice. <laughs> um, but other than that, you're absolutely right. It became the spectacle that all comic book movies are. And they should have killed one, one Spider-Man. Yeah, because you don't need him. You're never going back to this. I mean, why not kill, kill. Why not kill two out of the three Spider-Men and be like, well, you know, that's done. <laughs> but you're right. There was potential to do a lot more with this movie than what they delivered. Um, but uh, I liked it. It was okay. I liked it. Like I said, it wasn't terrible. It was one of the better ones I've seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If the ending was a little better, if Tobey Maguire would have been dead, I would have went up to five toes. Right. I, I feel that for me, what it was as a comic book reader for a long time, he held the magic of that, that magic of comic books brought to life that you have never seen before. And that's why for me, it ranked very high because it was like, oh man, they've never done this in a movie. Like I've only read this in comic books forever. I've been reading this in comic books. It's good to finally see it. Anyways, off of Anyways, so go see everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't watched Severance yet, go watch that series. I think it's HBO Max. Max. Or no, Apple TV. Apple TV. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. And if you haven't seen it, go watch that. It's fantastic. The creators of The Wire are making a new show by uh, uh, with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Berenthal. That's his name. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a, a a banana. He has a show on HBO called uh, We Own This City. It's a it's, we own this city. It's a mini series. Takes we own this city. takes place in Baltimore. And it's by the creators of The Wire, and it has to do with cops and corruption. Looks really good. Looks check it really, out. Really, really good. Check, 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 check it it's out. It's only two episodes right now. By the time you listen to this, maybe because we'll be famous forever, it'll be completely out. Forever. 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 Ever. Forever. Ever. <laughs> forever, Miss Jackson. No, that's it. Uh, listen, I think we're done. Listen, we've this. Yeah, that was enough. We've this. That was enough. Destroyed this movie, and you should hate it too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you've probably stopped listening by now, so it's fine. Listen, if you're going to have sex and you want something in the background, it doesn't hurt. Because then you could look up every once in a while and be like, ah, oh, something exciting is happening. Yeah. But if you're having sex for two hours, I mean, you're fucking crazy anyways. <laughs> yeah. What are you, 20? <laughs> yeah, where are you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're, like, my back can't do two hours of sex anymore. No, are you nuts? Are you crazy? Um, but if, if also, if you're like, Cooking, whatever. Like, if you're doing something else and you're not... Yeah, you clean in the house. You have a long drive somewhere. Yeah. Pop us on. You'll get a couple of laughs. Right. You'll get some info. <laughs> and, and you'll be you'll be in the know. Yeah. Like, in 10 years from now, when we're as big as Joe Rogan, you could be like, yo, I listened to Matt and Sixtel back in the day, son. <laughs> That's right. That's right, motherfucker. Um, anyways... Uh, That's it. Thank you for stopping by. Thank San Diego. It's not San Diego. Well, yes, San Diego, but also everywhere else. <laughs> Mostly San Diego. Though. That's kind of where our main 
fan base is located. It's not. <laughs> uh, th- uh, thank you, uh, Andy Savas. We love you. Uh, we love you. Um, today, when we're taping this, it is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is. Tomorrow's going to be shit, unless you live in San Diego, where it's always beautiful. <laughs> She's so stupid. It's true. Stop Ever it. been to San Diego? Every day is 70 degrees and sunny. It never rains, uh, but there's no drought. Uh, you just, I don't know how it happens. Cue the music, please. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Two friends in a movie. 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 With six to and nine, with six to and nine, with six to and nine.